I'll, I'll use my own perspective out of this. So like when I'm in a group of people who are drinking, okay. At one point, the only things I could really have were shitty juice cocktails, a soda water, right. a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Right. Now I can actually have fucking cocktails. Welcome to the Sparkle Up podcast, the show for service industry people by service industry people. Whether you're just off a short-staffed lunch, a double, or a clopin', it's over. Now it's time to decompress and hopefully have some laughs. We can all vent and learn from each other. You are all awesome, and we will prove that. So kick back, crack, or pack what you need. But wait, it's already 1.30? You just made my day. But I'm still a double. We are your hosts, Cosmic Smash and Rainbow Pop, looking forward to telling our stories and hearing yours about the often shared experiences in the service industry. Whether you're new to the trade, a cynical seasoned vet, or no longer in, join us this week as we talk about the beautiful and messy grind of an underappreciated career, and more importantly, the human connections we have all made in it. I mean, talking about NA spirits, yeah, that's what this one's going to be all about. Right. I don't have a lot of experience using any of them um other than say minimal like i know he hates the term mocktail but it's like you know using a making zero proof cocktails was not really our mo no and i mean but we had to do it sometimes and I, i took a lot of pride in it when i did it for like um you know a pregnant woman or yeah somebody yeah. that's like just like hey i'm I'm driving. Yeah, sober driver. I'm taking care of these idiots all night. So, right. can you help me have something yeah. enjoyable? And at that point, we would, we didn't have a lot of tools to work with. Uh, this, it was no. before any of the NA Spirits movement at all, of course. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the one, you know, kind of like what he alluded to about, uh, you know, juice drinks. I worked at a place that was uh, a kind of Jamaican themed, where I mean, we made like, we had like. Full like sugarcane sticks that and a crusher to make like sugarcane juice for mojitos. I mean, like it was full balls to the wall, like crazy tropical cocktails. So we did have a small section of of those like NA cocktails uh, available, but you know nothing anywhere near like what it is now. Yeah, and I mean for me. Yes, it was mostly just juices, right? It was mostly juices and whatever other fresh ingredients we could find or yeah. scrounge up. You know, I could fabricate a mojito, you know, yeah. flavor profile wise. You make the fizzy bubbly. <laughs> the fizzy bubbly, a little minty slap lap. Little one, two slaps. You turn around time three and boom. I don't know where those accents are, but they, yeah. they, they're they going to work they're on this. Um, That's fine. But I do can think I could speak into a little bit of like... When I'm not, when I would take in times of I'm not drinking, but I'm bartending or trying to like be able to be social with friends. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I've done a couple months here and there mm-hmm. where it was just like, okay, nothing. I'm good. I don't, yeah, you know, reset, full cleanse. Yeah. Self care time, <laughs> self care September or whatever. Yeah. And in those times, like I know that, uh, you know, brother here's going to allude to about, feeling ostracized in ways uh, when you don't want to be drinking with everybody. And I guess with my experience, like a lot of it was 
the expectation that like, this is super short term, right? Like they're like, <laughs> okay, so yeah. how, you know, just for tonight like he, or. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, oh, okay, well that, that's cool. But you know, or kind even of, if, even if they don't say anything about it, right. It's like, yeah. I think a lot of that, I put like presumption on myself of like, you know, feeling the pressure of being invited to a place or a party, a birthday party or something. Uh, and being like, well, I'm just going to not go versus go and have to deal with explaining. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's on me. That's not on, it's not on the somebody like putting pressure on me or, you know, doing the inquisition of, you know, why, you know, who, what, where, why, how, Yeah. you know, but you know, it is, it was just like personal choice. It wasn't anything health related, but right. And same for me, I was just trying to find a little bit more sobriety and clear my mind. You know, a lot of times yep. it was like mental health shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, okay, can I do it? Do I have a problem? Like, right. Also that, like, yeah, like when it was so prevalent it, in our work life slash home life. Yeah. We were like times where it's like, am I just a fucking Dude, blo- yeah. like full blown alcoholic? Right. No help possible. I feel like we should crack a beer. <laughs> so, but. but, but yeah, exactly. Like we would, you have to find out like, well, can and, I do it? Well, and okay. So I was watching an, an a Letterman interview and he, he was interviewing Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and he, he touched on something that I remember, which is why I'm bringing it up is that like, you know, you, there are times when you work the shift and you're like, okay, I made it through that. Or there are times throughout the day where you're like, holy shit, like a beer fucking sounds so good right now. And I don't know if it's like an endorphin thing or whatever of getting through a stressful moment of like, you think about like working through like a lunch at Haruno and being like, holy fuck like that like let's go fucking sit down and just like decompress and that decompression involves having a you know a beer shot wine cocktail whatever it is um versus decompressing without some sort of additional outlet right, right? yeah like some sort of intake you know weed whatever it is like i he's like you know i went and did my work now where's my reward yeah that's what that was what i was going to kind of bring up how it becomes a self-reward system and mm-hmm. that's when it can be very problematic right but i think you know for what we got going on for today's to lash tonight's episode <laughs> right uh whenever you listen to this episode yeah then that's there's parts of it that you know i think he's going to bring up about how the, some of this stuff is not for people that are trying to be in recovery. And exactly. I think that's important to note here too. Like if you're listening to this thinking you're going to find answers, this, this is not, this, this is not, not the place. No, this this no. is a place where we're going to talk about, this is some education, some fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Talk about, but I lost it. We're talking about butts. Nice. <laughs> we're leaving that in. Probably. <laughs> so anyway, I just, without uh, any further ado, I don't see any reason to, put this off any longer let's take a quick break and yeah then we can uh we can get right to uh yeah the the world of uh zero proof cocktails Mm -hmm. hey guys thank you so much for listening we look forward to creating more content and helping the uninitiated learn about the service industry world 
If you are enjoying the show, please do share, like, and subscribe. You can find us at sparkleuppod.com. That's with two Ps. We will be releasing merch soon as well. And if you are really enjoying the show, you can go to our Patreon to show your support. There's a link on our site, and we have many levels to choose from. Thanks again. Now back to the show. All right, now I'd like to uh, welcome in uh, someone I've known for literally my whole life. Um, I think as far as our work history goes, we've only had one time back in the high school days at Duff's where we actually worked at the same place at the same time. I would have to disagree with that. Yeah, we worked at the block together for a little while, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we also had that time. So two times that's in... That's how memorable it was for Peter. Yeah, mm. right. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> right like, before God I went to go see damn it. <laughs> so, again. Uh, anyway, welcome in my brother, uh, Patrick Joya. Welcome, sir. Pat, good how after- you doing? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Yes, we made it here. to you. Um, so just to kind of get the ball rolling for us, give us a little history and mainly for our listeners, cause I know that I know plenty of your history, but how did you first come to service industry? Like what kept you, give us a little background How'd on you where you've been. It? Okay. Well, let's see here. Um, started in kitchens, uh, worked at a place called Duff's, uh, here in St. Louis, uh, basically, you know, had everything set up with, uh, Chef there named Jimmy Voss and got, you know, going there. It was very much a island of, like, misfit toys was kind of the, the vibe of the whole place. It was that, for um, sure. It was just filled with artists, musicians, and lunatics, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's where I cut my teeth and then moved to Springfield, Missouri shortly thereafter. Worked in some more kitchens and ended up a door guy slash bouncer, which was my gateway to the front of the house. <laughs> yeah. I remember some bouncer stories. We might have to have a bouncer story in here. Yeah. <sighs> it's fine. I can sneak one in. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a couple of good ones. Uh, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, you know, ended up behind the bar at that establishment. And that was the mid 90s hundred shot wall chaos bartending oh. in college where was it bugsy's okay oh, the yeah. original okay yeah, yeah. the original but, that was the one down on glenstone uh yeah that's where we started and then we mm-hmm. moved downtown but uh wow. that was where i turned 21 and i believe mer made me do uh push-up shots from a bucket of gin juice. and shit yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. good I remember yeah. very little after that for mm-hmm. my 21st, but... Yeah, I think my 23rd was very similar. I had an entire tray of Jaegers and tequilas that were just, like, oh. in front of me, and it was like, oh, okay, let's just start shooting these. <laughs> the good old mix, the it's Jaeger like, tequila. Yeah. Classic. Sweet balance. Uh, but, yeah, after that, you know, uh, worked a couple places when I moved back to St. Louis and uh, burned out really bad and then drove a truck for Little Debbie for a couple of years. <laughs> Um, selling snack cakes to the southern chunk of uh, the St. Louis, Missouri area. And uh, <laughs> when I got back party. in, uh, kind of just my whole mentality with uh, cocktailing changed. And it was like, well, I guess I better fucking get good at this because this is kind of what I do. And uh, yeah. more recently, I mean, I was named one of like St. Louis's rising stars as a bartender. I uh, just got a restaurant open or, well, more bar side, uh, a place called The Vandy. Uh, then it broke my calf. And I haven't been able to really work behind the bar in a couple of days, but you know, yeah, you got it off the ground, and then yeah. by all that pressure, you broke yeah. your broke your calf. Yeah, four days behind the brand new bar, <laughs> and I'm the lead bartender, and I blew out my calf. So you know, 
Uh, but yeah, no, nice. just that's kind of like the, the the quick rundown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll dive into some we of get the one of those details, little knee but... scooters behind the bar. You just kind of zip around. <laughs> 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 this, that's the thing. Knowing like you're making it wrong. <laughs> knowing this boot have have had friends who have had this thing mm-hmm. knowing it's a fucking death knell for bartenders i have feared this thing my entire career and now i'm fucking wearing now it. You're, yeah 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 well the good news is you've been able to have other things going which is uh, some of what we're going to spend time talking about so why don't you give us some shameless self-promotion about the uh, <laughs> na yeah. cocktailing because that's going to be a kind of our big theme today so what are you doing with uh, Bear? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, well, full disclosure, I am the brand ambassador of St. Louis for Bear Zero Proof Spirits. Um, basically, what that means is I run around trying to get placements in different restaurants, set up events. Uh, I've got one Tuesday uh, coming up at a spot here in town called Handlebar. It's like a non-alcoholic sober socializing event uh, with some education stuff. And... Everything else we do from there, um, you know, it's kind of mixed bag. I, you know, like I said, placements, cocktail placements, um, you know, putting together events. And basically, I become like one of the St. Louis liaisons of non-alcoholic cocktailing in general by this position. Right. Yeah. So when we say N.A., those that are listening that may not know, that means non-alcoholic. Yeah. Um, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so why don't you give us a bit of a definition around like what a non-alcoholic cocktail cocktail is well at this point it's a lot more advanced than it used to be um now we have a bunch of different spirits actually on the market um that are like replicant spirits so you have gins tequilas bourbons rums uh definitely different amaros aperitivos things of that nature Uh, at one point it basically just made trying to come up with something uh using like teas and syrups and juices and stuff to try and replicate cocktails and uh that's where originally, and you'll hear people just constantly use the term mocktail still. No, I, I don't like that absolutely term. despise that term. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. let's get a little bit I would of like the to kill difference that. of that. Right, yeah. like that's a fucking Shirley Temple. We're not doing that. You're not doing that, right? I mean, like this is, this is basically like high-end version of... You know, a non-alcoholic. Yeah, you know, I mean, cocktail. we're to the best way to put it is like you're still cocktailing, like Absolutely. as somebody who's very much so still involved in the bartending scene, getting to play with different spirits. It's the same way as if you're playing with different rums, different bourbons, different uh, aperitivos, amaris, like whatever it may be. Yeah. So when when someone says, "I want a non-alcoholic cocktail." What are the questions you ask? Do you ask similar questions that you would if they were asking for alcoholic? Like, what do you, what do you kind of yeah, go with? Yeah, at this point, absolutely. It's like, my first question is like, when you're, you know, generally like, when, when, are, when you're having cocktails, what do you generally drink? Like if, or, do, you know, if you haven't drank in a long time, what did you drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so then they can you, can, you can make a build from the same ideas that you would if you were using alcoholic spirits yeah the fields come just a long way in general um and full homer disclosure like i mean i really do think we have some of the absolute best product on the market right now we're we're it's all about the shameless self-promotion well yeah i mean we spent (laughs) and i shouldn't say so much we but i've been part of like getting it out to the people but the guys who put the company together uh, between jim sam and michael um they spent three years developing before they released a product yeah. Shout out Jim, Sam, and Michael. Yeah. <laughs> they'll know. Yeah, they'll know. <laughs> Great. Well, I mean, I hope they listen. That's the whole point. We want a lot of people to be listening. Yeah, exactly. You would think the, the way that it's kind of going, and I don't know, you know, as far as like nationally how it's got to be a thing in other bigger cities, but you would think that eventually like the 
the Bacardis, the Smirnoffs, the Crowns would get into that market too because they want. Oh, they are. You know. No, they're, they're. I mean, that's our competition. Um, really? Yeah, okay. there's a, there's a lot of other big companies with some yeah, big like backers behind them. I've seen it on the them. beer side a lot, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't really. You know, I haven't just because I haven't looked into it. But I, you know, I haven't seen any of like major brand spirits trying to do that as well. It, it would make sense that they would, though. Well, and that's one of those things. Um, and I mean, you guys probably know this to a degree, but like, so like there, there's large companies and it trickles down into like yeah. smaller individuals. So like Bacardi's a great example of that. Um, you know, they've got like a bourbon arm. They, they, they have uh, Angel's Envy under their arm. Right. Uh, they have the, of course, the Bacardi line, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like eventually I think they will have like a non-alcoholic spirits arm. But like most all of the companies uh, that do exist in N.A., are under some other parent company. Okay. Gotcha. Are you guys purely independent though? Right now, yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's good. Shout out Bear. Let's roll. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> we're 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 moving national this year. Um, you know, we kind of started off in like three cities, uh, Midwest launch and DC. Uh, so Kansas City, St. Louis, and DC were kind of like the first three attack points. Yep. Um, and Distribution-wise, it just worked out that way. We produce here in the region, um, and we distribute out of this area to national, uh, you know, distribution chain. Yeah. So we consider ourselves in a lot of ways like a St. Louis-based company, um, and you know that's the thing. Most of the guys are from St. Louis or live in St. Louis, and we all kind of just branched out from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, will you have to do like remotes where you would go to the other cities to be part of the launches or part of the like the same thing that you're doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, what it, I mean, like, do those guys go or do you go or it's kind of a mixed bag. Like yeah. I haven't personally done a lot of that, but like some of the bigger stuff, uh, things like your tales of the cocktail, Portland cocktail week. Um, I did get to go to tales this past year with bear. Um, I didn't get to do uh, Portland cocktail week, but I had a bunch of doctor's appointments and stuff going on. So, yeah, but still, I mean, it's just a cool thing to have like kind of transitioned into. Right. I mean, because obviously years and years and years behind the bar, things can evolve. I mean, like you can learn as much as you want to learn and make your own way. But then like, this is just like a whole nother offshoot. You know, it, it seems like to me where you can just kind of, you can get that, have that same creativity and everybody remembers it at the end of the night versus not. Well, it's what's actually kept me in, uh, the bar business in general. So I haven't been drinking now in a couple of years and it's due to uh, a heart condition I have called AFib. And that's pretty much what like turned the faucet off. I was already like going down. Yeah. Wasn't really interested in drinking as much anymore. Got tired of the hangovers, just everything around it that like I didn't like, Um, you know, just different doing different stupid shit, you know, this, that and the other. And I was really on my way out. Like I was I didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, And that's you mean like the entire bar industry in general, right? Yeah, I was done. Um, I just couldn't. It was getting to the point where I just couldn't really be around it. And um, yeah, it's the same shit every time. Yeah, it was just it was just depressing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm glad you actually segued to the kind of like sober being the sober bartender and everything like that. Um, is there, I'm going to start with this one and then I'm going to circle to another question right in the same wheelhouse. But like, is there anything specific that you kind of miss from being able to drink more or, and, and socialize that way? Yeah, I mean, getting, getting drunk's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't get me wrong here. <laughs> getting drunk's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, like the, 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 the there's I had fuckloads of good times being shit canned out of my brain, but like at the same time, like you know now um, you know a lot of the 
I guess you could say like the addictive qualities of like alcohol and the drugs I did and all the things like that that weren't necessarily good for me. I've transitioned over to, uh, you know, being in the gym and working to the point where, you know, I got invited to be involved with this group with the non-alcoholics and stuff like that. And now I get to go talk to people about it and be like, hey, the other side's okay too. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So when you're the, when you're the sober one that's in that kind of environment or right now, like what are you trying to do to, uh, not just push the NA spirits, but to create more of that, like, I guess, sober awareness. I don't know if that's the right word, but Um, yeah, it's definitely a way to put it. Um, you know, like there's other words, but we don't have to, you know, that's, that's a good way to phrase it. This episode is brought to you by Amaro Montenegro, our soon to be sponsor and favorite cordial sip for any occasion. Beyond every team, there is a story. A good team isn't made overnight. A connection like this is rare, but when you find it, there's nothing like it. Open up and settle in. Hashtag Hashtag friendship calling. I'll I'll use my own perspective out of this. So like when I'm in a group of people who are drinking, okay? At one point, the only things I could really have were shitty juice cocktails, a soda water, a Coca-Cola. Right. Now I can actually have fucking cocktails. And I don't feel as awkward and you don't get the weird questions coming up where people are coming up to you and like, hey, man, why aren't you having a drink? You know, mm-hmm. like, because uh, I can't, dude. It'll yeah, kill me. exactly. You know, like, It'll you. fucking kill me. So yeah. fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I guess I know that you prepped some notes. You guys said Bear put together something to actually. Yeah, so we just do. released this state thing called the, the State of Sober Socializing. And it's. Um, a collection of information and data points that we put together that is the, you know, it was, we released it here in this, like the dry January phase here right, right now. There's a lot of yeah. that. And going now on there's here. like a sober October thing going on. And I was just in an article here uh, talking about sober October and it was very much off my radar when it came up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is kind of my first other than when you've been telling me a little bit. Yeah. So I'll talk a little bit about the negative first, um, just to start there. Um, One of the things there's like a, the best way I can put it is we call it like a socializing clash. Okay. Okay. So between drinkers and non-drinkers and there's things as a non-drinker you run into, there's the idea that like faces that don't signal support. Oh, I'm not drinking. And you get the eh, right kind of the, just the, 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 the oh, shitty okay. look. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you're not drinking. You're no fun. You know, crap like that. Oh yeah. Um, the inquisition. Why aren't Why? you drinking? The inquisition. What's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> right. You know, crap like that. Um, no, what's the timeline? How long are you not drinking? Right. Yeah. It has to be that it ends at some point, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, you, there's no way you'd never drink again. Mm-hmm. That's you know? the assumption. Yeah. 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 Um, the, 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 the outward disappointment. Just, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, the, the, the way it's phrased here is good old fashioned peer pressure. Good do old it. fashioned peer pressure. Hey fucker, have come another on. drink, dude. It's let's cool. Do a shot. Come on, dude, let's it's do cool. Shot. You do a shot. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, exactly. That fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then just feeling sidelined. And this was a big thing for me. Um, just personally, I can say is like where, when you're out, and you're not on that, I guess you could call it like that dopamine wave that everybody's riding. Yeah. You're not in you're the not in part group. of that. Yeah, you're lane. not in the in group at that point. You're you're yeah. automatically an outsider and you f- you feel like it because you're watching everybody get drunk mm-hmm. and you're nowhere near that. So, I mean, like I've grown cof- comfortable in a lot of ways to be able to say, like, it's my time to go home, guys. Like, have a great night. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you want to stay out, you're having good conversation like that, having the ability to have. Uh, non-alcoholic zero-proof cocktails is key. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I totally imagine like 
you got to be able to. And I mean, I've gone through, I think I did a, like a 90 day run when I was just like, okay, fuck this for a while. Um, and I remember the, the, I think you said failing sideline part. I mean, yeah, definitely peer pressure. Everybody was like so used to me just ripping shots all night with everybody. Right. So walking away from that and they're just like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Right? Oh, it was a huge part for me too. I mean, like I still, I still run into people who don't know that I haven't drank in literal years and, yeah. um, I'll have a shot turn up in front of me or something like that. It's like, man, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm not going to drink it. You yeah. know, like, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I do think that it's, that's why we wanted to talk about this with you being that you're working for a zero proof alcohol company mm-hmm. um, and doing the fact that you've been sober. I feel like you had a lot of good input on this to help people that might, I don't know, be on the fence about it or even just struggling to be like, I need to stop drinking, but but they there's still no want that social aspect of their life, right? So yeah, like, how so do you get that buy-in? There's a there's a, there's one thing I want to point out here. This, in a lot of ways, is not a product for somebody who really needs to be in recovery. Okay, right. Um, sure. This is this is it's a trigger in that way. This is for somebody who can say to themselves, "I'm okay not drinking. I'm okay being around it. I'm okay being in a restaurant, but I also want to feel sophisticated. I want to feel like I'm part of the in group. I want to feel like I'm." Uh, Still participating in the dining experience. Yeah, sure. Um, especially like if you go out and, you know, like let's say uh, it, wine pairings are common, but cocktail pairings are becoming far more common in, you know, fine dining establishments and things of that nature, where when you sit down and you say to yourself, oh, I'd like, you know, we're starting the meal, I'd want a Negroni. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, that was a big thing for me. I love I love the fucking Negroni. That's one of the, <laughs> that yeah. is one I miss greatly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um and being able to now honestly be able to have a non-alcoholic Negroni, I'm still going through the cycle of like what I would want to do in a, in a dining experience. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't, you're not shortchanging yourself if you will, right. for lack of a better term. It's like, yeah, you're, you're still having the full experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you can do it in a non-alcoholic way, uh, which again, health conditions or some things like that. Well, yeah, I mean, important. some people just want to chill out on it. Some people, you know, where it's like, yeah, this is just something I don't want to do anymore. I mean, there are other people who do have health issues and stuff involved with it, but like, it's not so much of a like a crutch for them or whatever it is. Um, uh, the other side of it too is like, think about it if you're you're the owner of a place. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not selling a, a two dollar soda anymore. I'm selling a twelve dollar cocktail. Absolutely. Like, and I'm, you know, me personally, no brainer, even without alcohol, I, I, I'd i still like to have three, sometimes four cocktails through the course of my dining experience. That's an extra, let's say it's 10 bucks a piece. That's an extra $40 per on a, one person yeah, at that yeah. table. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's, you're not, you're not saying go out and just have yourself your one NA, like, like any other dining slash going out with friends, socializing experience, you were going to want to have a handful yeah, it's not to be. It's not set up just to be a one and done. Well, and it's there for one and done. The people, you, know, you want to do a one and done? You can still have a one and done. You want to do three or four? You can do three or four, and I can still get in my car and drive home. Yeah, yeah no problem. With, yeah. with literally no worries. Correct. Yeah, zero worries. I mean, it's um, you know the the a good friend of mine who uh, uh, works with another non alcoholic company. He uh, he he phrases it as is less alcohol than a banana. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a ripe banana has more alcohol than the products I have, the products he works with. Like that's, that's the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's hilarious and awesome. Yeah. yeah. Less alcohol than in a ripened banana. 
There you go. That might be where we put our tagline. Yeah, exactly. Less alcohol than a ripe banana. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so now I want to get into some of the fuck off talk with you. Um, (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So we can can dance around and we can be in and out of the serious stuff. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about there, too. For sure. I I think we can always come back around to that. But uh, now I do want to think, like, when you're the sober person, especially while you're behind the bar, or, or in that environment where you're kind of trying to lead the show, what or who, what type, who is the most fucking annoying to you now? <laughs> right. Um, this is uh, this is kind of across the board. It was while I was drinking to even now that I'm not drinking. Um, and I'm going to call you out on it, whiskey bros. Um, you're <laughs> fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> I, right. I honestly don't mind dealing with uh, Debbie, who you know really wants just a, a fucking dirty mar- vodka martini. All right, cool. Six olives. You want yeah, you want olive brine and vodka. Cool, that's fine. Right. I'm, yeah. I can Super deal with dirty. that. The thing that aggravates me the most about the whiskey bros is your their their conscious like, oh, I absolutely know more than you do, and blah 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 oh. blah blah. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I've worked in spirits <laughs> a very long time. I've been focused on bourbon in particular for a very long time and whiskey in general. I work with a lot of Japanese whiskey. Um, I've done different things uh, kind of contractually with uh, Jim Beam. Um, so I've worked a lot around whiskey yeah, in yeah. general. And I can't begin to tell you. I mean, we're talking, God, people who actually know their shit, maybe 10%. Maybe 10% sure. of the ones that walk in already knowing. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I know this or I know that and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And you know, I'm in a situation right now where, you know, my partner Claire is a whiskey expert. She absolutely is. Um, she was, she's worked as a brand ambassador for uh, different whiskey companies. Um, she's been uh, involved in bourbon and whiskey in general for over a decade now. And, it's way worse for women than it is for dudes. I'm a big, burly, whiskey-looking dude. Right, yeah. Right? So I get kind of a default, oh, you probably know whiskey. Yeah, so that people are less likely yeah. to question you versus a female. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely sexist in that way. Like, there's yeah. 100% the case. Like, I've watched her shut people absolutely <laughs> oh, down. I'm, I'm sure just make them look just fucking com- dumb. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely <laughs> made them just straight wrecked. Yeah, because Absolutely. they were talking out of their ass like they knew something. And, oh, this girl, you know, this this girl has no idea what she's talking about. You know, whiskey's a man's game and blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, so, yeah, I know some of these people you're talking about personally. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been to their homes. I've yeah, I, I've been to dinners with them, you know, like. <laughs> You're wrong. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, just immediately put them in their fucking place like, yeah. they, like they belong. That's great. Well, in that same realm, uh, something that you've talked about for years and I know that you kept some records of. Yeah, there's these whiskey bros. Everybody's a piece of shit sometimes, right? <laughs> you have come up with some that you labeled as Pat's Terrible Thoughts. Oh, um, Lord, yeah. I would love to hear some Pat's Terrible Thoughts and then maybe we can turn this into like, terrible bar thoughts or something like that for other people to jump in on, send us some messaging. We'd love to hear this shit. So yeah. what do you got? What's okay. some of the <laughs> terrible Just thoughts? give you a little background on how this started. Is it, it, it was when I was, you know, bartending very heavily and every server, every chef, every bartender has terrible shit that goes through their brains. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It absolutely. could be about the customer. It <laughs> yeah. could be about somebody else you're working with or whatever it is. To vent these thoughts, <laughs> I started writing them in a book at one point. 
Um, I didn't bring the books with me, but there are plenty of examples. It, you know, it just it, it goes through your head every day. And everybody has these thoughts, too. It's one of those where, like, if you're uh, working as a cashier or something, you're going to have shit like this. Oh, yeah. So it's it's definitely the um, one of my absolute worst one was. Um, how do I phrase this? Uh, something along the lines of like, I swear to God, if your crotch goblin fucking throws up on this bar because you decided to put a baby basket on my fucking bar, I will shoot both of you and bury you in the desert. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my oh, God. Dude. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And that way you don't actually do the thing. And yeah. You don't freak out. It's just a way to vent it out mm-hmm. because we were you know, in a position of hospitality. You're bringing things to guests. You're trying to give them great experiences, but yeah, there's super frustrating fucking points along yeah. the way. Right. Yeah. And, um, the, and the like disregard, there's a ton of people that just disregard what we do and just expect oh, it, you know, like perfect example, dude, uh, the menu waiver, like, dude, I know you're fucking sitting there. I literally saw this yesterday. This guy is like waving his menu at the three busy bartenders. Yeah, we just saw this. Oh, I'm ready. So the world needs to stop because I have made a decision for my food. So I need that to be signaled to the earth. Like, (laughs) hey, fuck you. I'll be there in a minute. If I could take and this is this is this is something that's very similar to what I have in the book at Patu. I swear to God, if I could round up everyone who has ever snapped at a server, bartender, chef, any of that stuff, I would pack you in a fucking rocket and shoot you in the sun. Stop like, snapping <laughs> at people. I'll just send you, send you to the freaking plastic ocean island of yeah. the Pacific, yeah. and that's where you get to live. Right. Like, we know. Oh, no, I want them dead. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we're, sure. we're shooting them into the sun. It's going to take a handful of months to get there, and they're going to have to think about their choices on their way to the sun. <laughs> Let's be very clear here that yeah. they're not to live anymore. I want anymore. them to yeah. be not alive anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I want them unalived. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's so well. Uh, awesome. Uh, fuck yeah. All right, so before we jump into your awesome list, we do got to yeah. do the uh, the got, good old-fashioned MFK. We've got a little surprise for you. Oh, boy. Here and we, we go. What do we got? <laughs> we came up with some good ones. So uh, we've got, in no particular order here, we've got three MFK of drinks. Now, this would be ingestible right not drinks to make but drinks that were you drinking you would have to marry one fuck one kill one this entirely makes sense yes okay hot damn Mm. go ahead 99 bananas (laughs) (laughs) i I hope you guys can see the look on his face he's not happy and screwball mmm peanut butter torturing me right you now you gotta kill oh them all God. you gotta marry one and fuck one buddy can't kill them all can't kill all them right. all yeah screwball 99 bananas and, and hot damn hot damn DeKuyper, hot damn shout the out classic. jim beam okay oh he's got it <sighs> i think i got it i think got i got it. it so immediately mary says to me uh hot damn yeah okay i can it's see reliable that. right it's been around for years right it's the job done and uh you know, as far as a partner, you're looking for you're, you're looking for a lasting. Yeah, you're looking for consistency and a lasting relationship. It's better than Fireball. Yeah, and it's way better than Fireball's fireball. garbage. Never drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Um, Not a fan. <clears throat> so um, let's see here. Fucking kill. Fucking kill. Fucking kill. 
All right, so since screwball, <laughs> damn it, uh, can't show me that. This isn't a visual thing, man. For those, um, for those listening, we just pulled up a sign of Fireball. Their right. actual like the literal logo. worst whiskey ever invented. <laughs> like slowly whiskey. pulled it up, so I lost it when I saw it. Um, so that's how you know he's marrying hot damn. That's right. I think fuck is gonna be <sighs> screwball. Man. Okay. I, yeah. It's a new I mean, hot thing on the street. You know, it's it's uh yeah. It's a it's a pretty gal it. that you you just met and everybody know. wants a piece of. Yep, that's, that's totally what it is. You're there. glad it's over when it's done. Yeah, I don't want to get any more vulgar than this. <laughs> yeah. Um and then yeah, we're killing ninety nine bananas. I yeah. the, there are excellent banana liqueurs in the market, and that is not one of them. <laughs> Correct. I like it. Absolutely. Nice. Good choices. Um, Although I have shot my fair share of like that kind of stuff. So. Right. The 99 proof. Just I did mention garbage. I worked in a bar that had 99 shots on a wall like yeah. Tootsie Roll and, you know, yeah. Devil's Advocate. And, and come, in know, yeah, come in a tub. Come in a tub. And come in a tub. Yeah. Never forget that one. And kamikazes so and all yeah. sorts of crazy shit. Even though the kamikaze done right is actually fucking delicious. But true. Yeah. yeah. I, Dude, unrelated, Simple. but like I worked at a place where we had store and pours, dollar shots all night long. Wolf. Kamikazes, Purple Hooters were our two. Like before shots were like a big, big. It, it was all like. Redheaded sluts, same thing. Yeah, yeah, it was all like name shots versus yeah. like, you know, Fernet, Jaeger. No, yeah, there's sugar before, bombs. Before Red Bull existed, like. Yeah, Purple Hooters and Kamikazes. Yeah, the, the sugar wave, as I like to call that chunk yeah, of the 90s. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get you in. Let's let's hear some of what you've got for your awesome list. And yeah. I mean, you can be as uh, detailed as you want. We may ask some follow up. But what do you got for what makes you awesome? All right. So I'm really bad at this kind of thing. I do not like talking about myself. Um, you've been doing it for 30 minutes. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, and and very well, I might add. Yeah. Also very well. Um, yes. Let's see here. So the one that immediately came to mind, and by no means do I condone any of this activity, but it is something <laughs> that I experienced, is I did all the drugs and made it out. Hey. Yeah. On the Sorry. other side now. Shout I, out, left you, I left you none of the good drugs. <laughs> I did them all. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. I did them all. Um, this one popped into my head that I, I it was a rem- memory from being a younger guy. Um, I once floated in a canoe just under a moose. And I mean like two feet under a moose in a canoe laying down going, oh, God, that's a moose. <laughs> How goddamn big is that motherfucker? They're Holy massive. Yeah, shit. just to, to encourage everyone to think about it. Moose are very large and they're oh, very God. frightening when you actually are that close to them. I'm guessing um, you were pretty silent. Yeah, that was a hold your breath. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but in that same trip, we also charted an unmapped portion of Canada. That's Dude. fucking dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope. I'm glad you didn't leave that part out. I thought you were moving on to the next nope. one. No, that's that, that's one full thought. Yeah, right. That's absolutely. Badass. Yeah, the moose is pretty incredible, though. Like that was that yeah. majestic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just extraordinary. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. I will absolutely kick your ass in laser laser tag. Oh, I like that okay. one. Huge that's fan of laser one. tag. Nice. Honestly, it's like any 
you know, family fun center activity. But you're there for death. Like go-karts. Yep. You know, putt, putt. dance, dance revolution, putt, putt, laser tag. I'll fuck you up at any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hell Shout yeah. out Exilarama Crestwood Mall. No shit, right? God. <laughs> you know how you know I'm RIP. old? Um, yeah, I went to Exilarama at its peak. Um, let's see here. Now, Pete, you're going to fight me on this one, um, but right. I have absolutely Physically. danced harder than 97% of the population. Well, I'm just in Pete's that 3%. In the 3%. Yeah, you're, you, might be, yeah, so you might fight me on this one. I don't disagree with that. Okay. I'm just uh, in the let's three. see here. Uh, my bartending skills are more alchemy than science. I like, Ooh, I like that. that. Yeah. Um, I definitely have always prescribed to a, well, let's see what the fuck happens, as opposed to like <laughs> yeah. trying to build a recipe and then working with it. Um, yeah, this won't explode, will it? Yeah, I mean, ideally, let's no. Try it out. <laughs> let's try it out. I like that a lot. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Um, it's been a long time since I've like retrained, uh, but uh, I'm actually a qualified marksman. That's true. Ooh, yeah. yeah, very nice. Um, let's see here. Let's. I got like ten here. I'm trying that to like kinda, narrow that, down the that, fun. That kind of checks out as far as the laser tag goes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I know what I'm dealing with. Uh, when I go to Exilorama, and I dare say this is number five. Um, I like to describe myself as a fancy trash can. Excellent at sparkling up, but I also enjoy being a Hoosier. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yes, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know that there's anything else that we need to really follow up on. That was uh, fabulous. That was and really awesome. Honestly, man, like I really appreciate you taking the time to sit with us today. Um, I know that you're my brother, and you may have felt obligated. <laughs> he does know that. So I did not feel that. obligated. I enjoy doing this kind of stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, like, dude, just learning about the Zero Proof Cocktails and that company and how that's kind of becoming pervasive in the market. I mean, that stuff is badass. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't know that need to know. I agree. Yeah, and you know I mean, like, I mean? I, don't get me wrong. It's like, not I know a PSA. It's just important and interesting. Well, and I, I mean, I'll put this out there real quick, and this could turn evil on me really fast. Um, but it, it's one of those things where, like, if this is you guys are doing a fucking great job here. I want to a say that. Okay, Thank like you. everything I've heard so far, and the way you're you. focusing on this is amazing, and I think it's giving a funny and interestingly serious outlet to service industry which there don't get me wrong there's there's plenty of other podcasts in the in the world that do this kind of stuff but most of them are focused on education and things of that nature i like that you guys are taking a more fun approach and i'm going to just like say if you are curious about non-alcoholic spirits email me patrick at enjoybear.com b-a-r-e Love it. Okay. That's the kind Absolutely. of shameless self-promotion yeah. we are like, all about. Hit me up. If that destroys my email and I have to get a new one, fine. fine. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want people to be involved in this. I want people to know about this. Um, Say like that one I more said, time. Patrick at enjoybear.com. B-A-R-E. Boom. I love it. Well, yeah. Well, hope, hopefully we'll all get some uh, emails from this one. I, uh, I anticipate probably some people disagreeing and that's okay that's what they're there for they can do that yeah, I don't but care. honestly i hope that they all got something out of this again patrick thank you brother love you as always yeah man thanks for having me and as always sparkle up sparkle up sparkle up Thank you again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share this podcast with a few friends that would enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is always a great way to get others interested. As mentioned, please do like, share, and subscribe. You can find us at sparkleuppod.com with links to everything sparkly. 
If you want to become a member sparkler, go to our Patreon and find a level that fits you. Every bit counts. Thank you again. As always, sparkle up. Sparkle up.